Good morning. Welcome to Earthmakers, spiritual care for real humans. My name is Josiah, and I am the grateful creator and host of this podcast. I'm a queer New Yorker living in Minnesota. I'm a clinically trained chaplain and a spouse. I'm a recovering addict living with an eating disorder, and I live with PTSD and other mental illnesses. Let's get started. Hi friends, good morning to you. Today is a very special episode because it is the 100th episode of Earthmakers Spiritual Care for Real Humans, a podcast that I started to help make space for podcast listeners to receive spiritual care every day. I'm the kind of person who uh, needs spiritual care and spiritual practice in order to feel okay, in order to feel sane, you know, in order to feel like I've got this <laughs> kind of thing. Um, and whenever I talk to my pastor or to my spiritual director or to my one of my many therapists or to a spiritual leader or mentor in my life and I receive spiritual care from these people, I walk away feeling like I wish I could have that every day. But I can, because I have everything that I need within me already. And the best spiritual counselors help introduce you to your own inner counselor and spiritual care provider. But these people in my life are earthmakers. They are people who make space for me to show up exactly as I am, to receive exactly what I need for all of life's ups and downs. And that's what I've tried to do for you. With today's episode, the first season of Earthmakers comes to its conclusion. And that means that over the next several weeks, I am going to be working on putting together what the second season is going to look like. Uh, so you will not hear from me for a couple months, but there's 100 episodes uh, online, wherever you find podcasts that are available for you. So go ahead and jump in and and listen. <clears throat> With that. Uh, I just want to say thank you to all of you who have been listening to the podcast and supporting me on this journey. This podcast is a labor of love. It's very important to me. Excuse me. <clears throat> I apologize. It's those allergies again. And trust me, I've taken allergy meds. I'm not really sure what else I can do. <laughs> um... I want to thank all of you who have been so supportive, you listeners. Uh, and for those of you who have written reviews and given a, you know, a star rating on Apple Podcasts, 
For those of you who continue to listen to Earthmakers, but maybe have not written a review or given it a star rating, could you please do that? Um, and invite your friends who listen to do that. It would really help me out a lot if you would do that. Um, it promotes the podcast. It gets the podcast out there when people write reviews and people see it and people end up potentially clicking on it and listening to it. Um, but that's how you get more listeners uh, and how you expand your foundation of uh, listeners and listener support. Um, so I'm here for that. Uh, and I will receive whatever review you write, whatever star, however many stars you give. Um, but please write it if you get a chance. It's not that hard. If you're using Apple Podcasts, it's very easy. <clears throat> also, to help support Earthmakers, if you could share Earthmakers episodes on social media via Twitter, Facebook, talk about it on Instagram or TikTok. Uh, these are platforms that a lot of people use. And if you know people who are interested in spirituality, and I'm guessing if you're interested in it, people in your life are interested in it, <laughs> then uh, go ahead and share. With that, let's get into today's content. Several years ago, I was in love. It wasn't the first time I had been in love. I'd fallen in love before. Um, but this time I was pretty certain I was going to be married. I was just finishing up college, really, and um, I was working as a organic farmer in upstate New York, which was a wonderful experience. But it was during that season that I knew something was off with my significant other at the time. She had experienced a tragic loss in her life. And it was a loss that I experienced as well. And it impacted both of us very deeply. And we both struggled for a long time after this loss with crippling grief and anxiety and depression resulting from our grieving. And I thought that if we just made the concerted effort to take better care of each other and to come closer together, that we would be fine in our season of grief. And we even talked about it, and I thought we were on the same page. I had talked to a good friend about making a ring for me to propose to her with, and it seemed like this was going to be my person. And then one day, after a long, tough, sweaty day of farm work, I came home 
and I was sitting in my backyard and I was hand rolling my cigarettes like I used to do and I was smoking in the backyard having my after work cigarettes I never smoked during work um I was at my parents house I was staying with them at the time for a brief season and the call came through and it was my significant other and I pulled my cell phone out and yes it was one of those flip phones and uh wasn't shocked to see her calling me because she we, we called each other almost every day and she dumped me and it was one of the most excruciating breakups I've ever experienced it was incredibly painful I had experienced excruciating breakups before I had experienced a breakup several years before that that made me uh, consider suicide even for a long time and I attempted to take my own life and I was rescued and I was rescued by this person that was currently dumping me (laughs) it's kind of amazing how that works right I owe her a lot I think very highly of her I hope that she is well she's an incredible human being um And it was the right thing for her to dump me. I would never have met my current spouse. I wouldn't have the life that I have now if we had gotten married. I have no idea what she's up to these days. And I don't really worry about her. And that's a good sign. That means that I have engaged in the spiritual act of letting go of releasing my grip. Letting go is something that's talked about a lot in this culture. As an important thing to do, but it remains pretty cliche and unattainable and frankly intangible. We hold on to things. What do we hold on to? We hold on to grudges. We hold on to hard, painful memories. We hold on to wonderful, joyous memories in our minds and in our bodies. We hold on to opinions and beliefs no matter what. We hold on to anger and frustration. We hold on to love. and affection. We hold on to material items that we believe will somehow make us better or are sort of an extension of our personality. You know, I have a giant film collection in my home. I'm a cinephile. I love movies. I love writing about movies, talking about film theory, um, and the philosophy and spirituality behind movies. In fact, I love it so much, I work on a podcast with my buddy Joshua called Bread Wine Movies uh, about just that. So you should check that podcast out as well. I 
hold on to this the, this film collection and I hold on to the word cinephile because I believe that it these things help define me but they're just really small parts of who I actually am The reason I've been able to get over my significant other, <clears throat> who I'll call Susan. Excuse me, just a minute. I have to have an allergy fit. <clears throat> the reason I've been able to get over Susan, my past significant other, is because I have let go. When I was dumped by a former significant other uh, years before Susan, who I'll call Lucy, um, I... That was when I had attempted to take my own life, and I was miserable for a long time after Lucy left me. Um, I... And I just couldn't. And the reason I was so miserable is because I could not let go. I wept day in and day out. I went through a deep, deep, crippling depression. I didn't. I stopped going to class. I was in college at the time. Um, I stopped interacting with friends. I stopped talking to family. I stopped showering, shaving. Forgot to brush my teeth a lot. I, I was a wreck. My, my grades were plummeting so much so that they had to have a retention officer visit me to make sure that I could actually make college work. <clears throat> it was a really rough season for me. But I got through it. And it was an exhausting experience. I had cried a lot in my relationship with Susan because it was a painful relationship. We hurt each other a lot. It was very unhealthy. The day after I was dumped, I woke up early in the morning and I called my buddy Matt, who I had been uh, one of my college roommates, and I said, Matt, will you, would you be willing to spend some time with me today? He lived about two or three hours from my parents. And I said, I'll drive out there and meet you. And he said, no. He's like, I'm on my way to you. He drove out to my parents' house and he stayed the whole day with me. And he said, I'm surprised, Josiah, that you're not crying. He said, knowing you and how sensitive you are, I think that you would still be crying after Susan dumping you. You two were so close. And I said, Matt, I'm sick of crying. I just can't. My body won't let me cry. My body desperately was telling me what I needed to hear. That it was time to let go. And I let go. Of my grip. My tight death grip. On Susan. On the relationship with Susan. On my understanding of myself with Susan on a future that didn't exist anyways, and on past hurts 
and I let it all go. And I don't think of her very often these days. About six or seven years ago, I was forced to engage in another letting go experience. My uh, career at the time came to a traumatic end because of where I was with my addiction. And I was devastated and deeply traumatized and had no idea how to move forward. But now I'm actively moving forward. Does it still haunt me? Does it, is it still painful to think about? Sure. But day by day, I'm letting go of a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more. Do you have stories like this, dear listener? Take a deep breath with me. Take a few more deep breaths. Today is our last meditation together before the second season. It's okay. Let's just be here now. This is a special moment. How's your body feeling? How's your spirit today? Where's your head today? Are you here? The following is a quote from Mechtild of Magdeburg, who was an ancient uh, mystic in the Christian spiritual traditions. Mechtild says, Do you wish to have love? If you wish to have love, then you must leave love. Mechtild says, Do you wish to have love? If you wish to have love, then you must leave love. The following is a reflection by Matthew Fox, a spiritual teacher, on that quote by Mechtild of Magdeburg. Letting go is a lesson all the mystics teach us. Mechtild reminds us of a deep paradox. We sometimes must leave love to have love. We need to let go of everything eventually, at some time. And so we need to develop the art of letting go. We will even, Mechtild is saying, at times need to let go of love. Ask yourself, what are my experiences of letting go? What follows after that? Have I had to let go of love? Why? Under what circumstances? 
How did it change me, deepen me, transform me? To let go can be to grow. My friends, I invite you to engage in the practice of letting go, which is a painful process sometimes, but it is some at times the only thing that's going to help us move forward. There can be no resurrection without death, can there? So let the things that need to die in you, die in you. And let them fall from your branches. You don't need to carry that anymore. Let that shit go. Don't be held down by things if you don't have to be. In the coming days, while I'm not sharing with you and we're not doing Earthmaker stuff together, just know that I'm thinking of you, praying for you, still sending you all the love I can muster, and I'll see you in a few months. I'm not sure yet when I will be returning for season two, but it will not be very long before I return. I just need some time to plan and pray and meditate and and take a break and reflect on what this podcast needs to look like moving forward. And thank you, truly thank you, for this wonderful season, a hundred days together. I love you. Take good care of you today and for the next couple of months, and I'll see you in season two.